Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about mad money blocking the sun. That's correct, mad money blocking the sun. Now, some people might think mad scientists, but I think using the word scientist in any form, describing these individuals would be a bridge too far. This article comes to us from technologynews.com. It's MIT Technology Review, it says... The title is Climate Change. A startup says it's begun releasing particles into the atmosphere in an effort to tweak the climate. Make Sunsets is already attempting to earn revenue for geoengineering, a move likely to provoke widespread criticism. So this little half-baked company makes Sunsets. They're going to make a sunset for the whole country. Make a sunset for the whole world. Whether you want it to be sunset or not. Some of us like the daylight. But you know what? They know better. They're going to cool the planet for you. Articles by James Temple. Starts off, it says, A startup claims it has launched weather balloons that may have released reflective sulfur particles in the atmosphere, potentially crossing a controversial barrier in the field of solar engineering. And they could just take the word may have out of there because we know what this stuff does. They've released weather balloons to spread sulfur and whatever other chemicals and metallic reflective particles they have in these things. And they're doing it because they want to cool down the planet for the rest of us. A couple dozen people want to make the decision of how 9 billion people live and you have no input. Geoengineering refers to deliberate efforts to manipulate the climate by reflecting more sunlight back into space, mimicking a natural process that occurs in the aftermath of large volcanic eruptions. In theory, spraying sulfur and similar particles in sufficient quantities could potentially ease global warming. Okay, this is another problem. They're, they're putting that global warming out there as if it's a settled science. It's not. We know that there's been a lot of... Uh, false data injected into this. We know from the emails around uh, ClimateGate that scientists were emailing each other back and forth, conspiring to construct the data in a way to make it look like the world was warming up when it's not. We also know that they put thermostats out near uh, airport parking lots and tarmacs in an effort to retrieve data with higher temperatures. And as the old saying goes, garbage in, garbage out. So when they tell you the earth is warming up, don't believe them. Don't follow what they tell you as a science. Follow the money. Because that's the world we live in. Our scientific community has been compromised and captured by big money. So always follow the money. It says, it's not technically difficult to release such compounds into the stratosphere. But scientists have mostly thought have mostly, though not entirely, refrained from carrying out even small-scale outdoor experiments. And it's not clear that any have yet injected materials into the Pacific layer of the atmosphere in the context of geoengineering-related research. Now, of course, we've seen a lot of these contrails, persistent contrails, chemtrails, whatever you want to call them, being released by aircraft at high altitude. But these guys, it looks like, are going even up and above that level. So they're trying to do more with less. And that's in part because it's high, highly controversial. Little is known about the real-world effect of such deliberate interventions at large scales, but they could have dangerous side effects. The impacts could also be worse in some regions than others, which would provoke geopolitical conflicts. Now remember, 
and weather, there's something called the butterfly effect. And, you know, the idea that the weather system is so unstable that the flapping of a butterfly's wings in Central America could lead to a chain of events that causes uh, a hurricane off the coast of Florida or a typhoon off the coast of India. So that idea is out there, and there probably is some truth to it. The fact is they are, they are messing with an infinitely complex system, like children uh, trying to pet a porcupine. They're out of their they're out of their minds. It says some researchers who have done long, who have long studied the technology are deeply troubled that the company Make Sunsets appears to have moved forward with launches from a site in Mexico without any public engagement or scientific scrutiny. It's already attempting to sell cooling credits for future balloon flights that would carry larger payloads. Follow the money. Now while they're trying to tell you that they're cooling the planet for your own good, what this could likely lead to is a mass die-off of life on Earth as we know it. Several research MIT Technology Review researchers spoke with, condemned the effort to commercialize geoengineering at this early stage. Some potential investors and customers who have reviewed the company's proposal say that it's not a serious scientific effort or a credible business, but more of an attention grab designed to stir up controversy in the field. We can't take chances like that with our planet. Now think about think about the, the levity of the situation and how our government creates crime. As far as I'm concerned, this is a crime of Eco-terrorism, okay? They are attempting to cool down an entire planet. That's their stated goal. So whether they succeed or not doesn't matter. This is attempted eco-terrorism at the very least. At the same time, these idiots are running around trying to pick up checks. You have people sitting in prison right now uh, in Northern Europe. Uh, I can't think of the fellow's name, but he wrote a program called Tornado Cash. It let people put their cryptocurrency uh, through the program and come out anonymized. The government didn't like it. They said people could launder money, and even though it was an open source cord, the guy's uh, sitting in prison over there waiting extradition to the U.S., he could spend the rest of his life in prison. And that's considered financial terrorism in the eyes of the U.S. government. But yet these idiots send up weather balloons in an attempt to cool the entire planet, and they're walking around like they're heroes. Think about that. Does that make any sense to you? Luke Eisman, the co-founder and CEO of Make Sunsets, acknowledges that the effort is part entrepreneurial and part provocation and active geoengineering activism. Now, this person sounds like a sociopath, maybe even a psychopath to me. They have no consideration about what their, what their actions could have, the impact they could have on people. It's all about them. It's all about the moment. That's sociopathic, sociopathic behavior. He hopes that by moving ahead in the controversial space, a startup will help drive the public debate and push forward a scientific field that has faced great difficulty carrying out small-scale field experiments amid criticism. We joke slash we joke slash not joke that this is a is partly a company and partly a cult. He says it's all a cult. Now, if this sort of behavior should immediately grab the attention of the authorities. When you think about what just happened with Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX and a lot of these financial scandals that have happened, look at the pattern of behavior of the people involved. Usually men, usually they have a savior complex, usually fast talkers, 
And usually their destruction is limited, limited to that of a financial nature. But these idiots have gone above and beyond that level of danger. They're here to mess with the whole planet. I have been previously a director of hardware at Y Combinator. I believe that's some kind of a gene... Uh, I hate to use the word therapy company where they manipulate genomes. Says, and I could be wrong on that. Someone can correct me. Says he expects to be pilloried by both governments, by geoengineering critics and researchers in the field for taking such a step. Well, I hope he's more than pilloried. I hope he's locked up. That's my opinion. Because I think what he did is terrorism. I'm not saying that anybody should do anything to him. I'm just saying the government should take notice of this. And he recognizes that making me look like the Bond villain is going to be helpful to certain groups. But he says a climate. But he says climate change is such a grave threat, and the world has moved so slowly to address the underlying problem that more radical interventions are now required. This is more of this emotional approach to a quantitative problem. I heard that. Tate guy, whatever his name is, I don't really watch him, but I just caught a short interview. I know it's controversial. He was doing an interview with Piers Morgan. I'm not a big fan of either. But I heard a brief comment he made. He said, we don't need emotional males. They're the most dangerous creature on the planet, basically what he said. He said, an emotional male is the most dangerous creature on the planet because they can do things, and they're impulsive, and they can do so much damage. He said, we need stoic males. People that will stop and think critically and clearly before they act. If you want someone to save you from a fire, you need a stoic fireman. If you want someone to save you from a hostage situation, you need a stoic police officer. And we've seen what happen when we have emotional police officers who don't react properly. In so many situations, we see where the emotional male does so much damage. And this is such an example of this. This emotional... and I. I believe, deranged individual thinks that he has a right to cool the entire planet for 9 billion people. We're missing stoicism in our society. Wildly premature, it says, but dedicated experts in the field think such efforts are wildly premature and could have the opposite effect from what Eisenman expects. The current state of science is not good enough to either reject or to accept, let alone implement, solar engineering, wrote James Passler, executive director of the Carnegie Climate Governance Initiative, in an email. The initiative is calling for oversight of geoengineering and other climate-altering technologies, whether by governments, international accords, or scientific bodies. To go ahead with implementation at this stage is a very bad idea. This is not hard to see. This is clearly a case of eco-terrorism because they are intentionally attempting to violate the environment, to change the environment on a global scale with no due diligence being done. They're just randomly throwing uh, sand into the machine works. This, the, 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 there has to be something in place already that's able to deal with this sort of stuff. It says... To go ahead with implementation at this stage is a very bad idea, he added, comparing it to Chinese scientist He Jacuna's decision to use CRISPR to edit the DNA of embryos while the scientific community was still debating the safety and ethics of such a step. Well, of course, we know that editing the DNA, whether it's with uh, editing it with embryos or whether it's doing it through gain of function or whether it's uh, doing it through spike proteins and certain medicines that the government insists that you take. 
is dangerous because the DNA, trying to alter that, is like trying to change one line of program in a computer with 10 million lines of programming. Uh, you might have the immediate effect that you're looking for, but you're liable to have 100 different effects that you don't want. It's just that complicated. You cannot approach these uh, extremely uh, entangled systems on a binary level and expect to get the results that you want. It says, Suchi Talidi, a scholar in the residence at American University who is forming a nonprofit focused on governance and justice and solar engineering, what well, sounds like a winner, says, make sense that actions could set back the scientific field. Yeah, maybe because people will see how insane this thing is. Reducing funding, dampening government support for trusted research, and accelerating calls to restrict studies. The company's behavior plays into long-held fears that a rogue actor with no particular knowledge of atmospheric science or implications of the technology could unilaterally choose to geoengineer the climate without any appropriate global average temperature, without any kind of consensus around whether it's okay to do so or what the appropriate global average temperature should be. That's because it's relatively cheap and technically simple to do, at least in a crude way. You know, I kind of go along, I have to kind of go along with George Carlin on this one. As far as Earth is concerned, humans, we aren't even a pimple on its butt. I mean, this thing's been around for a long time, right? So who are we to think that we're put here to determine the temperature of the Earth? Where does that, where does that kind of arrogance and hybrid come from? This is nuts. David Victor, a political scientist at the University of California, San Diego, warned of such a scenario more than a decade ago. A green-fingered, self-appointed protector of the planet could force a lot of geoengineering on his own, he said, involving the Goldfinger character from 1964 James Bond movie, best remembered for murdering a woman by painting her gold. Some observers were quick to draw parallels between Make Sunsets and a decadal incident in which an American entrepreneur reportedly poured a hundred tons of iron sulfide into the ocean in an effort to spawn a plankton bloom that could aid salmon populations and suck down carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Critics say it violated international restrictions on what's known as iron fertilization, which were in part inspired by a growing number of commercial proposals to sell carbon credits for such work. It follow the money. Some believe it subsequently stunted research efforts in the field. Pastors and others stress that Make Sunset's efforts underscore the urgent need to establish broad-based oversights and clear rules for responsible research in, in geoengineering and help determine whether under conditions there should be a social license to move forward with experiments or beyond. Look, people are put in prison for decades for hacking the internet. These idiots are hacking the environment that we all live in, okay? Think about that. People are put in prison for decades for hacking the internet, for typing on their computer and going places they shouldn't be on the internet. They could spend the rest of their life in prison for doing that. But these idiots are hacking the environment that we all have to share. It says, by Eisenman's own description, the first two balloon launches were very rudimentary. He says they occurred in April somewhere in the state of Baja, California. Months before 
makes sense that was incorporated in October. How did these idiots get a license to incorporate? Iceman says he pumped a few grams of sulfur into a weather balloon <clears throat> and added what he estimated would be the right amount of helium to carry them into the stratosphere. So this moron puts some, some sulfur and helium in the balloon and just lets it go. That's, that's his idea of science. He expected they would burst under pressure at that altitude and release the particles, but it's not clear whether that happened, where the balloons ended up, or what impact the particles had, because there was no monitoring equipment on board and the balloons. Eisman also acknowledges that they did not seek any approvals from government authorities or scientific agencies in Mexico or elsewhere before the first two launches. So what would have happened if one of these balloons would have just happened to have collided with, a say, a, a jet airliner? I mean, these idiots are just going with the open sky theory. No permit, no flight path, nothing. If you would have done that with a drone, you would have ended up in jail. It goes on and says, this was firmly in... This was firmly in science project territory, he says, adding, basically, it was to confirm that I could do it. Spoken like a true sociopath. It's all about him. To confirm that I could do it. You know, to heck with the rest of the nine billion people. Who cares what this does? It's about me. I'm going to show you that I can cool the planet and I can make a lot of money doing it. And to, and to, a 2018 white paper raised the possibility that an environmental humanitarian or other type of person could use this simple balloon approach to carry out a distributed do-it-yourself geoengineering at home. But what if every idiot does this? Then what happens to the planet? And future work makes sunset, hopes to increase the sulfur payloads, add telemetry equipment and other sensors, and eventually move to reusable balloons and publish data following the launches. Well, let's hope they're doing that work from prison cell. The company is also companies already attempting to earn revenue from the cooling effects of future lights. It is offering to sell $10 cooling credits for releasing one gram particle in the stratosphere, enough it asserts to offset the warming effect of one ton of carbon for one year. Isn't that enough to get these guys on some sort of federal charges for fraud? What I want to do is create as much cooling as quickly as I responsibly can over the rest of my life. Frankly, Eisman says, adding later that they will deploy as much sulfur in 2023 as we can get customers to pay us for. The company says it has raised $750,000 in funding from Boost VC and Pioneer Fund, among others, and that, it is <clears throat> and that its early investors have also been purchasing cooling credits. The venture firms didn't respond to to inquiries from MIT Technology Review before press time. They need to go after those guys the same way they go after people who fund Islamic terrorism. I find this to be just as deadly. I find this to be just as dangerous. It says a terrible idea. Talidi was highly critical of the company's scientific claims, stressing that no one can credibly sell credits that purport to represent such a specific per gram outcome given vast uncertainty at this stage of research. What they're claiming to actually accomplish with such a credit is the entirety of what's uncertain right now about geoengineering, she says. Kelly Wonson, Executive Director of Silver Lining, a nonprofit that supports research efforts on climate risk and potential interventions, agreed. From a business perspective, reflective cooling effects and risk cannot currently be quantified in any 
meaningful way, making the offering a speculative form of junk credit that is unlikely to value climate credits market, she wrote in an email. Talidi adds that it's hypocritical for Make Sunsets to assert that are acting on humanitarian grounds while moving ahead without meaningfully engaging the public, including with those who would be affected by their actions, and like people that eat, say. You know, if you if you enjoy uh, food in your diet, then you should know that uh, the majority of grains in this country are grown in areas where it's cold most of the year. Those crops have to have uh, a certain range of temperature. It has to reach a certain level during the summer in order for uh, them to produce seed. If that doesn't happen, you have crop failure. If you took a couple of weeks off the growing season for corn and beans, uh, whether the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere, you would see major crop failures, followed by pretty much instantaneous starvation. So what they're doing is they are really, this 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 can only be classified as eco-terrorism. It's so, it, it is just uh, so reckless. It goes on, it says, David Keith, one of the world's leading experts on soil engineering, says that the amount of material in question, less than 10 grams of sulfur per flight, doesn't represent any real environmental damage. A commercial flight can emit about 100 grams per minute. Keith and his colleagues at university, at Harvard University have worked for years to move forward with a small-scale stratospheric experiment known as SoCalPEX, which has been repeatedly delayed. Well, no, they want to do it on a large scale. He says, no worries there. We want to do this on a large scale. It says, Keith says a private company would have would have financial monies to oversee the oversell the benefits to downplay the risk and, con- and to continue selling its services even as the planet cools to lower than pre-industrial temperatures. You know, they don't even know what pre-industrial temperatures are. They go on and then they finish up a little bit here, but overall you can see that even um, even the, even the uh, climate, even the climate uh, believers are having a hard time with this. Now, if you go to the website of this Make Sunsets, it's got a pretty crappy website. And it just says, uh, we make reflective high-altitude biodegradable clouds that cool the planet, mimicking natural processes. No, it does not mimic natural processes. <laughs> Our shiny clouds are going to prevent catastrophic global warming. Specifically, re- we release a natural compound via reusable balloons to create reflective clouds in the stratosphere. They're really, that's highlighted, effective. One gram of our clouds offsets the warming that one ton of CO2 emissions creates for a year. After three years, our clouds compost and settle back to Earth. How would these idiots know that? Have they done a test trial on this? It goes on and it has a couple more paragraphs of this nonsense. And then they have a I don't know if these are sponsors, but um, they, I guess these are ways that you can pay them. They're looking for money. They have all different kinds of ways that you could that you could uh, send them money if you were so inclined. And they have a couple of um, they have a couple of uh, 
a Boost VC and Pioneer Fund, which seem to be, uh, I looked the Boost VC up, it looks, looks like a collection of 20-year-olds that have stumbled into a bunch of money. I don't know if these guys are recently rich through the cryptocurrency market, or if this is just found money through inheritance, but it's the last thing you want, is a bunch of rich, emotional uh, millionaires and billionaires making decisions about what happens with our planet. But I wanted to get this article out to you. I think it's important to see what certain people among us have planned for us. And so when I talk about things like chemtrails or geoengineering or terraforming, it's not just something I'm pulling out off the top of my head. This is from sources and from actually from the people that are claiming to do it. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over now. out.